0: thoughts and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org, follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 18 of Impact Boom, my name is Tom Allen, I'm the director of 7 Positive, and I'm passionate about bringing the latest interviews and insights to help you create positive social impact. Today we're in Barcelona, speaking with Sydney Vu and Nicolín Arns, the co-founders of ModoBosDote, a co-working space which is creating and empowering a network of local small to medium enterprises from the Sants Montjuic neighborhood in Barcelona. Sidney Vu is a Brazilian creative and passionate professional with more than 15 years of experience in research, concept, strategy, entrepreneurship and development for the private sector and non-for-profit organisations. His main skills are related to business model design, business strategy, creative thinking and business development. Nicoline Arns is a cross-disciplinary designer from the Netherlands. She creates visual identities for inspiring people and startups to tell their story to the world. So on today's podcast, we'll discuss Nicolin and Sydney's insights into the creation of a people-centered co-working space and what they're doing to create positive impact in the community. We'll talk about a range of projects Nicolin and Sydney have been involved in, including the launch of a recent school called El Racer, which completely disrupts the public educational framework in Spain and we'll talk about some of the opportunities they see to address problems and innovate in the city. Nicolín and Sydney, thanks very much for joining us.
1: Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you Tom for the invitation. Well we're in a beautiful space here uh, with lots of natural light flowing into this, uh, this beautiful co-working space in the heart of the Sans Montjuic mm-hmm. district and it's it's really great to be here. So to start off As Dutch and Brazilian nationals who have been based in Barcelona for for over 10 years now, could you please share a little bit about your backgrounds and what led you into working projects that empowered the local community?
1: Well, basically my background always comes from the design, from the creative industries, as Mm. I say. And I've been born in Holland, but since then been traveling and studying in other countries like London, like Brazil. And uh, searching the Sun and a good sense of quality of life here in Barcelona and uh, well since we decided to stick around a little bit longer we think about what what projects we can actually do here to to improve the community and coming from outside you see what objective view what what problems are here what and how can we participate in that
2: yeah what Nicolín said is exactly what we are doing now but uh, my background comes uh, of course, as Brazilian, I come from a, a, a very uh, unequal country mm-hmm. where income and wealth are really poorly distributed. Yeah. So basically, everything I do today comes from uh, the the desire to change the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figure out over there when I was volunteering for the the Brazilian government that the, the problems that we see there uh, when I when I came to Europe, I figure out that. What we see there, we see everywhere as mm. well. Even on our neighborhood yep. here in yep. Barcelona, yep. we have people that are excluded. Uh, we have like uh, uh, the youth unemployment in Spain that is, is exploding, it's mm. almost 25% the, the, the rate. So it's, it's unacceptable. Mm. And uh, having the background, I'm using uh, the knowledge that I, I got all these, these years to try to implement something positive. That creates a real impact in the neighbourhood. Excellent. So could you please share
0: a little bit more about, about the their co-working space? What is the vision for this, this space here
2: and how do you collaborate with the local community to, to generate change? Well, that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a good question, Tom. Because it's, this is not really a, a, only a co-working space. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, the, the whole project uh, arose from a, a need that we, we felt. Uh, Barcelona is it's booming right now. Uh, concerning all the startup uh, environment mm. and everything that is related to to small companies, especially technological companies, yeah. uh, Spain right now exports many talents to the Silicon Valley. Mm. But uh, we see that the life here it's still the same, yeah. and uh, there are a lot of talent that are still walking. Through our streets mm. and they pass by in front of our door. So what we were thinking was not really to create one uh, co-working space itself, but how can we expand that? Mm. How can we really enlarge uh, the, the the reach of the this impact that we can really bring to the neighborhood? Mm. Well, we saw that part of the city, uh, this this startup world is very nice, very interesting, very dynamic, uh, but of course part of the city is out of that Mm. because they do not speak English or because they are not well related to these technological companies Mm. or entrepreneurs, so we have a a very important part of this city, city that is is out of this scenario mm. so we figured out like wow well, if we create one one uh, a, po- a special point in the city in the nice uh, part of the city mm. uh, we can potentiate the the mm. local people to to get into this boat of yeah. the entrepreneurship mm. Because uh, here, uh, well, as, as foreigners, me and Nicoline we figure out that the people, they, uh, they feel themselves a little bit out of Europe. Uh? It's When you are Spanish is one thing, when you are German is another thing, but for us, it's not like that. We see the value everywhere, and we, we try to, to increase the self-confidence also that the local people have. Mm. to get to the boat of the entrepreneurship yeah excellent
1: yeah. what we want to do like what sydney said like to be very short sure, it's like we want to build a bridge of this this bubble of technologically innovation design and to build a bridge to do the the bakery here on the corner mm. so that everybody in the local level will benefit from this growth and, and innovation and new ideas and the execution of this and that the the border gets gets very low yeah so everybody feels that they can participate on it and yep. they benefit from it
0: yeah yeah absolutely so yeah. is there anything that you're particularly excited about with the morebost of co-working space
1: well at this at this very moment that we uh, well that we are sitting here inside the space but for me what i can feel on a, on a daily basis is that the people feel very uh, they feel very comfortable to mm-hmm. just uh, knock the door, walk in, ask questions, yeah. and this for me uh, is like a very tiny detail. But for me, it shows that that it's approachable, that mm-hmm. it, it serves its purpose. Yeah, that because we want to connect people, and the people feel good to to come here, and and you can tell a bit more about the, the vision about it.
2: Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm excited, especially because here around we we are in a neighborhood where where at least three, four big schools are here yeah. in the back of our building. Yeah. Uh, and you have the culture also, forum yeah, right we next have, door. Exactly. We have a big museum. Yeah. Uh, on top of that you have the Fira de Barcelona, yeah. that is the exhibition uh, fair company yeah. from yeah. the city. We have uh, one block from here, we have the lab from Ferran Adrià, mm we don't need uh, after you reference him on, on the on the on the, uh, the recording but anyway uh, I mean, the means van der Road
0: pavilion just up the road
2: exactly we have we have all this network of uh, good enterprise here around in the same we have a very strong potential based on the schools that we have. Mm. So if we, in certain way, we can work really building the bridge that Nicolini mentioned before, yeah. uh, taking resources, tracking, taking the knowledge from this uh, entrepreneur tissue of the neighbourhood and put it in a pipeline mm. that the destination will be the youth, maybe in 10 years' time we'll see a completely different situation related to the unemployment of mm. the youth in Spain. Yeah. So that is actually what I, I especially envision. vision, Nicoline, she's more into the the really operational part, the yeah. dynamics of the day of mm. day, eh? the yeah. running of the co-working so she leaves that in her DNA in a certain way yeah. and I on the other side I'm more focused on this really how to build these bridges. Excellent, excellent. So what do you believe then are the
0: fundamental ingredients for a prosperous an equitable and, and thriving
2: local community. Well I I I need to tell you Tom. I, I travel not the whole world but a lot and uh, my background as well I have kind of, I worked as a consultant for the UN on yeah. development uh, issues yeah. so I've been working on the very poor countries around the world especially in Asia Africa and Latin America yeah. and what I what I get from that experiences is, is that people if they do not have an opportunity that is what blocks everything else mm. so for me the most important thing on all that is to create the opportunity. Mm. Mm? I'll give you an example. We have all these young people here in the schools, they will probably become employees of some small companies because they never had an opportunity to do it differently. Yeah, yeah. And we here, what we will try is exactly to allow these people to reach different opportunities.
1: Mm. And the way I see it as well is, uh what we try to create is, is a connection. A connection between people. Because when they connect, they get to know each other. The distance that they think they have between them kind of disappears and they can start to build something together. Mm. And, uh, well, it's, it's a platform for, for connecting people in mm. the end. It's, uh, it's yeah, the definitely.
0: essence. Excellent. And so in working towards the creation of, for example, a social enterprise or in managing... Uh, a startup project or new initiative. Are there any particular tools or processes that you would recommend to budding social entrepreneurs and innovators that you guys personally couldn't live without?
1: Well, one of the tools that I'm... Well, it's actually not a tool, <laughs> but it's just to, to continue as so well on, on the connection yep. uh, essence. Yeah. Is for me, it's, it's a language, mm. especially a foreign language that, that you don't know because uh, it's, it's a tool that you use daily to be able to connect with people, mm. but it's not just that, it's, uh, it's the, the interest to connect with people and a different culture and therefore a different mindset. Mm. So if you open up to a new language, you naturally are curious about how, how do these people talk, but how do they live, how do they think? Yep. And with this you kind of question your own mindset that you were born, born with and culturally are influenced by, yeah. always. And you can open up to, to other mindsets and this opens up your, your, uh, your ability to connect mm. with people and to Absolutely. understand different realities, mm. which for me is a tool I could not live without it. Yeah. It's not a technology tool, it's not a book, but it's something very valuable in well, my you, opinion.
0: And you speak multiple languages, quite a few.
2: <laughs> he has some. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting concept because, you know, we're living in Catalonia. Yeah. And between you guys, you speak in English, uh, you, you, to your children, you speak in Portuguese, in Dutch, uh, you, you speak Spanish and Catalan. Yeah. Um, there's really a, a beautiful mix yeah, of Our family,
2: uh, we have uh, five active languages mm. that we use <laughs> yeah. every day. It's, it's so, an yeah, amazing environment in, in our family that we try in a certain way to translate that to the, the businesses and the, the, the projects that mm. we are in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that coming back a little bit for, uh, to what Nicolín said, uh, basically what we do here is to empower the value that the people have. Mm. Mm-hmm. Spain is a country where the, it's, it's, it's really a product company-centered value. And what we do is to really make the people understand that the values mm. are inside them. Mm. So when they get this self-confidence, they will open up to the world and they will see that the, to be an entrepreneur is not the most difficult thing in the world. Yeah. You just need to do it, mm. you know? And that's the dependencies that people really have in mind about, oh, I need to have the salary to pay my rent. Sometimes you need to make some effort to go beyond that and uh, and, and see different horizons and and that is what we try Mm. to give new horizons to the people through Mm. languages, the mix of languages, methodologies, of course we use methodologies but that's not the most important because Mm. in five years methodologies will be different so for now the most important is really the value of the people and how to empower that
0: Excellent. Last year you guys were involved in another project uh, also, with, with social impact. You were part of the founding members of El Racer, which is a cooperative school in Barcelona. So, can you please share more about
2: this particular school project and how it came about? Well, that's a, it's a natural process. I have to, for you to understand and for the, the audience to understand that, they need to, to, to have the context of how education is going on in Spain right now. Uh, and, not that, not only that, but in the European level, mm. uh, we have different education, educational models. For instance, Finland is one reference worldwide. On the other hand, we have Greece, Spain, Italy. In the middle, we have Germany and France. So it's it's a very diverse uh, European system yep. for education. Mm. And well, we are the sort of people that are not fully happy with this. The the that the system that Spain right now is offering. Mm. I personally, I I believe that uh, the school uh, in the model that we know are forming people to become employees, but we don't have jobs anymore. Robots, Mm. artificial intelligence is right knocking our door. Uh, So uh, what we are going to do, uh, we need to have people that basically find their spot between the conservation of the nature mm. and the active life of the robots. Yeah. Uh, so, where we place ourselves, you know, protecting the environment in one side and living with the high top technologies that we have right now. Well, that's the key stuff. So, based on this feeling, many different projects started. Uh, uh, preaching a, a free education, an active dynamic mm. education, that kind of uh, looks a lot like the Finnish system. Mm. So basically it's not that yeah. but it's kind of bringing the best uh, cases, the best cases and applying here. In Spain. Into practice. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And uh, it's challenging. It's challenging because we are against the law, we are against many things. Mm. But of course, if you are innovating, you need to disrupt that as well. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> so we, we are not fighting, of course, but we are uh, in a smart way finding gaps to really develop new uh, ideas and new innovation. Yeah. Excellent. Focus on the social side of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this kind of uh, project its, uh, it's born about, about a lot more people that are a little bit like uh, we need to do something. We need to improve the system yeah, because we, we are not really super happy with uh, the system of uh, disemployment, bosses, well, the whole the thing that we don't know. And where does it start? Where does it start? And let's try to, to create something better. So mm. there's a lot of like very small groups here in Barcelona that are, are starting as well with small educational uh, progress, innovative models. And and the product that we started like uh, last year is the kind of involvement of a lot of small projects and they come together. Now we're having a, a big group of, of families of 55 families mm. and uh, with the... Group like that, you have a lot of uh, potential yeah, because absolutely. every 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 family brings their values to something that we have in common yeah. that we want a better uh, create a better world yeah. through education because mm-hmm. that's where it all starts in the end. Yeah.
2: There's something that's funny, Tom, because we we always we heard that uh, from the the older people, the elder people, they used to say like, no, because school 30 years ago was. A lot better uh, right now this is crap but the question I posed uh, on the table is like if the education was good 30 years ago the world would not be like that today mm. Mm. we would live in a better world eh? preserving conserving the, the nature and many others many other aspects so that's the question mm. we, we need to change if you want a better world uh, the way that we were doing may be with even with the best intentions, maybe we're not the best one. You know? So now we need to reshape that, and to reshape that, we need to consider all the the elements, not only the human being. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: That's a very interesting point. I mean, beyond the school and beyond the co-working space, you're both involved with a number of other projects. So how do you balance your time, and and what are the biggest challenges that you both face as entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, time is... it's a big challenge <laughs> to, to try to fit everything in one day is like it's it's challenging mm. but also it's something that you need to accept like there's not more hours in a day that there are yeah and uh, it's a question more than uh, managing time it's, it's a question of managing your focus so if you if you consistently do the things that you do and and putting your values in every detail In the end you get a lot of things done Mm. uh, being focused and well and that's it the end of the day at some point you need to go to sleep and wake up next day to see what's what's left yeah but uh, you just need to enjoy the time that you have basically not to try to add hours to it because Mm. just it's not like that (laughs) well (laughs) it's
2: good advice and uh, maybe the audience will laugh or they will not agree with me but uh, I I believe that uh, Work is not the most important thing in life, eh? we, we, we try uh, to do what we love and in that sense maybe you can support that for more years mm-hmm. than eh, what we really need to do it. And uh, I, uh, what I learned is really to say no, uh, you need to learn that because the Very day is 20, 24 hours and uh, if you you get into the dynamics of the markets clients, big companies, corporations. Mm. Well, they will make you work 24 hours a day. And it's only up to you to say no to that. So now that I have two kids, I, I see the value of a good conversation with my boy. Mm. Sometimes it's better than to talk with a person that's paying me 10,000 euros. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, it's you learn more from sides that you were not expecting and how sometimes can you measure most of the things in money sometimes you cannot yeah uh, that is a value that goes beyond the object called money yeah. so that is, is what I am I, practicing <laughs> these last years is to say no and also uh, telling the motherfuckers that they are motherfuckers <laughs> you know and I do not work with them because mm-hmm this is what they are. Yep. Their values doesn't fit to my values. Huh? And if they do not understand that I need to stop to be with my kids or that I need to be with my wife, well, they problem. Mm. I do not have this problem. It's certainly been a very strong recurring theme throughout the, the
0: last number of episodes about the sense of purpose. And I think bringing in this saying no part is, is an important part of it. Thank you for adding that. So from a... Social innovation and social entrepreneurship perspective in Spain. What programs, or support or initiatives are around that are helping drive
2: forward this, this creation of positive social change? Well, that's, that's a, it's a very important question, Tom. Uh, when you look to Spain, you need to, to make a clear difference uh, between Barcelona and the rest. Okay, Uh, Spain in general is a very traditional country, uh, very conservative in many many aspects, Mm. but Barcelona is this cosmopolitan uh, city, a small city, the people they they hear the name Barcelona, they really believe that this is big, this is huge, Mm. and as you know, as you are here, Barcelona is a small town, we know everybody and uh, well you can manage everything walking to the public transport, so I think that uh, that difference in met- mentality allowed, uh, allowed Catalonia uh, to start to think about different ways of economy. So the, the public sector here mm. uh, speaks openly about social economy, solidarity economy, yep. no? the feminism economy, no? the cooperativism economy, that is, is this sort, it's is a kind of a bucket full of uh, uh, solutions that are moving the economy around the the city, Mm. but that five years ago, that was invisible. So basically, uh, the the project that we are in uh, about the education, it comes from this uh, opening that are coming from the public sector, because they are questioning themselves as well. Uh, Are we basing all the development on exclusively the, the capitalism and the neoliberalism. No, let, let's consider other aspects and see who are the actors of all these economies. Mm. Well, they figure out that 10% of the GDP of the city are based on the social projects mm. that mainly are social innovation projects. So when you start to measure that, to get to a real number, and uh, you figure out that, that that number is one of the most important parties in the city. Uh, especially because Barcelona has the problem of the tourism. Yeah. Uh, it's a massive tourist. So how to, to balance that? Mm. That's the answer. Yeah. Innovation. Social innovation. Because you put all the local people into the big boat and you find the balance. Mm. So that's where we, we believe that uh, this is why we believe in Barcelona. Because give us the the landscape to do what we love. Yeah, excellent.
1: I would like to add to that as well, that uh, the the landscape what you're uh, referring to now, it started already before this, this government came into place to actually acknowledge that it is there. Because there's lots of initiative like an education, like, uh, like public gardens, mm-hmm. a lot of, of, of um, social projects around the city that the people were already doing not having a platform not having recognition from any public institution mm-hmm. so they existed already it's just that this government now they they started to see and to listen because they realized that these social projects are actually a big impact and mm-hmm. uh, to keep them in a legal invisible layer doesn't work yeah. because the innovation comes from there so yeah. now they open up invited projects to talk how they can help how, so there's a big movement now to yeah. to actually make this this project constructive and mm. include them in the society yeah. which is uh, really yeah it, it's, very excited it's, a, it. <laughs> it's a
2: great work that they are doing mm. and uh, well next week we have meetings with the, the, the city hall here exactly to define the legal framework that will give the support to many of these projects. Mm-hmm. Because the projects, as uh, an economical activity, they don't fit in the codes that the government are giving. Yeah. Uh, the government, they set codes for the economic activities, but how can you really put in a category a project that you don't even know where mm-hmm. what they're doing exactly? They're yeah. not a school, they're not a cooperative, they are not, you yeah. know, they are one kind of uh, well, I, I don't even know, but it's it's really a, a, a little ball ready to explode, mm. Mm, and they, they need to put a legal framework around that, and we are doing that now. Fantastic. It's, it's, it's a good step.
0: I think it's a step that a lot of nations are really starting to focus on yeah. now as well. I think Australia is also trying to put some energy into defining that framework and, and giving people some structure around which they can, That's it. They can, they can work. So you've both been involved with a number of startup projects and with a lot of budding entrepreneurs so for those listening what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about starting their own business
1: well what i put it is like it's maybe the opposite of what you usually hear like oh, make your day as efficient as possible wake up at five in the morning and make whatever and um, I'm I'm saying what, from my personal experience, is like for me what works, especially if you have a family and you have, a, a, well, your your priorities I and mean, set them straight. Yeah. What do you want to spend your time on? And and grow organically. Mm. Try to put your your values in in everyday things, and maybe you feel in the morning like that you're not going fast enough because you want to build this, you want to develop that, you know, but. Just go bit by bit and if you consistently adding your, your own values in everything that you do, for example, here with the space, uh, we, of course, we want it to be like a, a space that connects people that we just use uh, providers like for electricity, for uh, construction that are also like projects that are doing an impact, a social impact. Shared purpose. So, shared purpose, exactly. So if, if you focus and, and consistently use put your values in everything, mm. you, you go. And after one year you look back and you think like, ah, actually we accomplished quite a lot. Mm. Even though you're thinking like, you're not going fast enough because yeah. there's this rhythm of entrepreneurship and time and everything. But just take it easy and be focused. And after you you see what, what you have done. Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> great advice. Yeah, I have a kind of a radical vision on that. I think that every human being uh, born to become an entrepreneur, That is the the main reason we are here. Uh, Social, for profit, non-for profit. Everybody has this anger inside to do it. So the advice I can say is just start it. and Make it. Uh, Failure is part of the process. Mm. There is no destination. The the whole thing is the journey. Uh, Enjoy the journey. Ride your horse. Black or white. It doesn't matter. Just make it. And... uh, Also, for me, what I learned from the last years is that it is possible to become an entrepreneur and be a father at the same time. And that is the value that uh, everybody that thinks to start a business, they should keep inside. Because you will need today or in the near future to merge everything. The values that you have in your family cannot be different from the values that you do in your job. Mm. So that will be merged some. And some time. So, start doing it now. Fantastic. It's great advice. To finish off, guys,
0: are there any really great books that you'd like to share with the audience?
2: Well, I have one that's specially. Well, it's, 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 it's an old book, not really old, but uh, it's from the year, well, 99 or 2000, something like something like this. It's from a guy, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a guy from New York, if I'm not wrong, uh, called Malcolm Gladwell. And he has many different books, he has like four or five books, but there is one that is really, it's, it's, it's a very thin book actually, it's very fast to read it. It calls the tipping point. The tipping point, mm. the tipping point uh, has many examples that really shows us that the things they, they grow a little bit, what Nicolini was saying, they go organically, they grow a bit, they go and they get to a point that they really, boom, they blow. And that's the tipping point. Mm -hmm. And I love this concept because you never know where is your diamond. You don't (laughs) know if the diamond is one day away or three minutes away. So keep doing it. Don't stop. Never. Because the tipping point will come. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a book that I like very much. There's another book that uh, I never found this book in English. But it's, uh, it's a book uh, about education. Uh, that is, uh, it's called Educar para Ser, that is, Educate to Be. Mm? It's, a, it's an, an Austrian uh, writer called Rebecca Wilde. And well, and she basically she described the practical uh, experience that she had uh, creating a, a free education school mm-hmm. in Ecuador. Oh, uh, they, she left Austria, she went there and she set a project that is running already for 30 years and well she, she has uh, also many books but uh, this one it's, it's very very special and for the entrepreneurs that are like almost ready to have kids or well thinking about it, this book is, is, is essential. Mm. essential. It's Educate to Be. Excellent.
1: I have one to add that it's not a, a book about design or any entrepreneurship in, in specific. And it's quite old as well. I think, I don't know what year it is. I don't have the book because I uh, gave it away. Because that's what happens when you read the book. It's <laughs> called it's called The Gift. So it explains a little bit. It's from Lewis Hyde. And it basically explains about the, the essence of, of a gift. And... Mm what actually is the base of the sharing economy mm. and how, uh, well, how this mindset can, can change you a little bit. I yeah. think it's a very, well, I recommend it to, to read it. Fantastic. It inspired me a lot.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Nicola and Sydney. Thank you so much for saying yes to this, <laughs> to this interview today and for sharing your really valuable insights. I very much appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll touch base in the future uh, to see how the, both the school project and what it was, there and your other projects
2: continue. Thank you very much. Thank Dr. you for
1: inviting us. Yeah,
2: and thank you for taking a flight in, in Australia and coming to Europe to, to visit all these, these nice projects and, uh, of course, invitation for others.